download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. Now listen. Kids say. Well, it's another year, and I thought in 2020 I'd bring back stuff kids say. It's our chance to catch up with my kids. Well, I catch up with my kids every day, but it's also my chance to share my experiences with you. Uh, I've got two boys, Sam, who's eight, uh, Adam, who is six. Sam heading into year three this year, Adam into year one, and they couldn't be heading back to school sooner, in my view. (laughs) But next week, that's happening. So I thought I'd sit them down last night. And this took a bit, can I tell you that? Because the first time I tried to sit them down for a bit of a chat, uh, there was some negotiations over their contract that didn't go down too well and ended up with both parties walking away, spending some time by ourselves. But once we got over that, we got back together again for a bit of a chat. We got to talking about what we got up to with the Christmas holidays and the fact that The boys did a bit of biking, a bit of hiking, uh, a bit of falling over. But you know what? If you ever fall fall off your bike, there's always something handy that you need in your pocket. When you ever go on a hike, there's also something that you need to have in your pocket. And no, it's not a drink bottle. Uh, It's not a first aid kit. According to my kids, it's something completely different. Check it out. On our Christmas holidays, we did a little bit of bike riding, didn't we? That was fun. Yes. But what happened to you, Sammy? I fell over. Why did you fall over? I didn't know my shoelace wasn't tied and my shoelace wrapped around the thing and then I couldn't get out and the bike fell down on me. When riding a bike, what are a couple of things that you probably must do? Tie your laces in double knots. What else? Wear a helmet. Sammy, when you fell off your bike, you got a little upset, which is understandable. You took a hard fall, but what made it better for you? <laughs> because I had three Oreos in my pocket, but then I ate two. So I only had one left when I fell over. And the good thing is it didn't break. That is absolutely correct. And when we went on that same bike ride and scooter ride, what did you have in your pocket, Adam? A cake. A cake for the road. So you say anybody that goes on a hike or goes on a bike ride, what do they need to take with them in their pocket? A whole cake. And also eat the whole cake and you'll go crazy like me. There we go. Little tips for beginners in the bike riding uh, and also the hiking. Always have a pocket full of Oreos or, or cake. And that makes things instantly better, apparently. Lucky enough to have a couple of very special guests joining me right now from the Queensland Reds. Now, the Reds are actually playing a pre-season game in Dolby tomorrow night uh, at Dolby Leagues Club, Orpen Street in Dolby. You can get your tickets from trybooking.com. Tickets are cheap as to adults, $15.00. Uh, children are $5, family of four, just $35. All right. Hamish Stewart and Harry Hooper, a couple of local lads uh, here with me right now. How are you, gents? Well, yeah, how well. Are you? yeah, good. Thank you. Now, <laughs> you're both from the region. <laughs> Is it good to be back? Yeah, it's good to be back. Do nice you, and green. Do you yeah, get, get back say. often? Oh, well, last time I came was when we did that Reds to Region. Mm. Popped in through Romich and Chiller, Dolby, and then John Darien to my hometown. When was that? Oh, it'd be two two months ago now, probably. Roughly. Right. How was the country then? Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot worse than what it is now. Um, we we're just talking about on the way up how much greener it is. Yeah, good to get a little bit of rain. It's amazing how things change with just a, a little, you know, sprinkle here and there. Yeah, it sort of lightens it off a bit again. So that's um, a bit different, but it's it's good. You guys uh, played in Gladstone just recently. Uh, you. Th- 
thumped the Rebels. Is that correct? Yeah, that was last Friday. Yeah, yeah. So, which is good. Uh, is, is that a good lead into uh, to the season opener in what the season opener's on the thirty first? So, mm. in yeah, a few it's, days it's, time, it's good good confidence boost to go into this weekend. Like we've, we're focusing on this weekend at the moment. Yeah. Um, so. We'll get the tyres done and dusted, and then we'll head into round one against Canberra. So with these uh, pre-season matches, do you, you go just as hard as you would in a normal game? or And if you don't, do you find it hard to sort of taper off and, and control yourself? Yeah, I think with trial matches, you sort of, it's trial and error. So I think, yeah, you, you definitely still go out there playing as hard as you can. But if mistakes happen, it, that's what the trial games are for. Um, obviously making new combinations, finding out new combinations of players that work well together and that sort of stuff. So obviously you prefer to win, but it's not really that much of a big deal. Uh, you guys, whilst you're doing these preseason matches, uh, are also doing coaching clinics and all that gear with the kids. Is that how you guys got your start? Yeah, I, I, went, to a, I went to a few coaching clinics at Queen's Park, actually, um, just down the road. And, you know, that's I got an interest through the Reds through that. So it's they do work. And, you know, you hear a lot of families and a lot of kids that come through and say they've been to coaching clinics that they're, they're 18, 19 years old now. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good way to start. And they keep you busy when you're going out to do this kind of stuff as well because you're not just uh, – it's not just the, the coaching clinic. Of course, you're playing the, the Waratahs as well. But uh, you've got some other business going on, like the captain's run. Can you tell us a bit about that and what's happening there? Oh, I think I think it's just, it's the same thing. I think just a, just the coaching clinic as well. So yeah. after, after we finish our captain's run last preparation before the game, we then stay around for a couple of hours, and I think there's a barbecue there, and you know we get to we get to hang around with the kids and play with them and sign a few autographs and say hello to the parents. So it's just a good outing. All right, so the uh, the captain's training run is actually uh, coming up from 10 o'clock this morning, uh, 10 till midday, and then straight after that, it's the Super Rugby launch at 12 o'clock today. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, yeah, so generally the case is um, the, the season launch is uh, at the Capitol, so down in Canberra, but this year um, with the rural stuff going on, New South Wales captain and obviously Queensland's captain um, are going to get live crossed into that sort of channel at the same time. Um, something just a bit different, uh, obviously a bit more rural. Mm. Um, also the Super Women's and a couple of Wallabies and stuff are also coming down as well. Yeah, cool. um, so yeah, I think it'll be good for the community and stuff out at Dolby just to see that sort of thing, uh, something a bit different and new. It's great because it's during the school holidays, so the kids can come down and check it out as well, which is uh, magnificent. So that's midday today, and it's a chance to get your head on the telly as well. Is that possible? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, guys, you're playing uh, the Waratahs tomorrow night. How do you think it's going to go? Yeah, it should be a good game. You know, they're a very attacking team, and we're an attacking team. So hopefully, hopefully there's a lot of points and. Hopefully we stop their tries. <laughs> that's the game plan for every that's game, it. isn't it? That's yeah, it yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, look, it's been an absolute pleasure having you guys in. I know you're really, really busy, uh, but I do appreciate you coming in. Hamish Stewart, Harry Hoopert from the Queensland Reds, uh, thank you for your time. And if you want to get along to the game tomorrow night, you can still get your tickets at trybooking.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks very much. I hope I'm not stepping over any line when I ask, what position do you sleep in at night? Well, uh, as it turns out for me, I'm sort of on my side for a little bit and then half on my side, hugging a pillow. Uh, and I have a pillow for my head and then I hug another pillow. It's weird. I think uh, that started when my wife gave it to me so I wouldn't come anywhere near her. <laughs> I, I understand that. I totally understand that. Well, 
Uh, there's something that's uh, gone viral at the moment. It's a chart. Now, somebody's put together a chart of the 18 most popular sleeping positions. Now, I've put the chart on our Facebook page, Hit South Queensland, and you can check out the 18 different positions. And some of them involve, you know, being in the fetal position, some are hugging a pillow, some are lying on your back, on your front, that kind of stuff. Whole bunch of different ones. 18 different and most popular sleeping positions. I'm mostly a two. And when you see the chart, you will know. Uh, now... Uh, obviously, a lot of other media are getting on board with this uh, sleep chart as well. It turned up on uh, the Today Show uh, with Carl and Ali this morning. And one of their uh, media commentators made a very, very good point about what is missing on that chart. I'm a working mum. I sleep where I land. I think most women would agree. You know what's missing from this diagram, though, is the small children. Uh, where, where is the small child with the foot to the forehead and, and the knee uh, into your stomach? If you took a snapshot of, of my sleeping position on an average night, we're missing a couple of little kids lying awkwardly across me. As it turns out, that happens at my place as well. But you can check out that chart, see what number you are on the 18 most popular sleeping positions. Once again, hit South Queensland on Facebook is where you'll find it. Now, I normally reserve this spot for stuff that is quite dodgy, and uh, I can't—I I don't think you can get much dodgier than this. TikTok. TikTok is uh, something that I haven't got around, but a lot of people are. It's an online thing. You can put videos up and, and have some fun. Now, a lot of people, social media commentators, for instance, are saying that it, TikTok is quite dangerous for a lot of different reasons. Uh, I think it's quite dangerous for the latest TikTok challenge that everybody seems to be doing. Now, I spoke of a challenge the other day uh, that is uh, doing the rounds, which is the cereal challenge, which uh, you do with a mate. And what you basically need to do is uh, one of you uh, lies on a table, for instance, you open your mouth and uh, in your mouth, you put cereal and milk. And then your mate takes a spoon and uh, well, you basically become the bowl. So then eats the cereal out of your mouth using a spoon. It's the cereal challenge. It's gross. Well, I found one that's even grosser. Now, uh, I've got some audio of it. Now, in this audio, we're going to hear a guy called Dr. Oz. Now, Dr. Oz is a legit doctor in the States. He has his own TV show where he tries to help people out. Uh, but there's a guy explaining the latest challenge, uh, TikTok challenge to Dr. Oz and Dr. Oz's reaction. Check this out. There's a challenge on TikTok, right? It's called the taste challenge where guys are dipping their testicles into soy sauce. Really? Because apparently, or allegedly, there's taste receptors in your testicles and guys want to see if this is real or not. I, I, can, I can assure you that your testicles themselves don't have taste buds. I want to taste the pain. I want to feel the pain, feel the heat, doctor. You don't want to feel that heat. No, you don't want to feel that heat. Don't ever, if anybody says, hey, this is a good idea, why not dip your testes in soy sauce? No. I mean, it's a dipping sauce, but no, and it might look like it. I'm not a doctor, but I know for a fact your testes don't have taste buds. All right? Why do that challenge? No wonder people are saying TikTok is dangerous. Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.